0: mercy and peace be with you, my dear friends, in Christ, from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior, Jesus. Amen. It's so good to be in God's house together on a a beautiful day that he has blessed us with here in September. Uh, I don't think any of us can deny the beauty that surrounds us where we live, and we all love the waters of Lake Superior. We are so blessed to be able to live right here on the shores of Lake Superior, What a beautiful lake it is, majestic beaches that we get to uh, enjoy. Now, I'm not a very uh, serious boat guy myself. I've only been on Lake Superior a couple of times with experienced boat people. Uh, But some of you have boats and you frequent Lake Superior. You go out there often. And when I talk to you people who have boats and go out on the big lake, you, you have to respect that lake. It's serious water. She can turn up a storm very quickly, or the fog banks roll, and you have to respect that water. And I can't imagine being out in Lake Superior in the midst of a huge storm in a small fishing boat. I can only imagine what our our friends down in Florida are, are going through as we speak. And I can't imagine if you were to be actually in the ocean in the midst of a hurricane. There's a show sometimes that I watch. Every once in a while, I have guilty pleasures where I watch a mindless reality TV show or 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 something. So there is one show that I'll catch every now every now and then now and again, Uh, and it's the show Deadliest Catch. All right. Now sometimes I watch Deadliest Catch. It's a show about crab fishermen uh, in the Bering Sea off the coast of Alaska. And now, if you ever watch this show, there's nothing really exciting about this show except when they over the huge storms that come, right? And sometimes they'll say it's hurricane-force winds that they are fishing in. Now, I was watching an episode a couple of weeks ago, and the storm was so big, so vast, so treacherous that they couldn't keep fishing in the storm. They actually had to do what Hebrews chapter 6, verse 18 says, and they fled for refuge, They fled for refuge so they might have strong encouragement to hold fast in the hope that was set before them. You see, the storm was coming, and they knew it was going to be so big. So these boats fled for refuge behind this small island that's out in the middle of the Bering Sea, some of them having to drive over 100 miles just to get behind that island, the island serving as a windbreak for them. And in the show, they all come and tuck behind the island, this whole fleet of ships And the thing they do is they set their anchor. They come behind the island as a windbreak, and they put their bow into the wind and drop their anchor. Now on this one boat, on this one day, another piece of drama, it was a rookie crew, Greenhorns. And they didn't know what they were doing, even though they said they did. They went out to set the anchor, and the captain said, make sure you fasten this one piece of equipment that I don't really understand. And they said, yeah, 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 we got it. They went downstairs and were eating food, and suddenly the captain realized that they were adrift. And he went upstairs, and the anchor had broken free, and in order to remain tossed at sea throughout the night, they had to just slowly drive and drive and drive on this backside of the island. They had an anchor of hope, they thought. They put their hope in that anchor, and it did not hold. Today we're going to hear with absolute, 100% certainty that we have a sure and certain hope, a firm and secure anchor of hope for us for eternity, not a fleeting hope, a sure and certain anchor of hope, and that is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Jesus is our sure and certain hope. Now, over the next four weeks, I pray that you join us back here. We are going to uh, put layers onto this concept of hope. And each week, we're going to talk about Christian hope in order that we can see that as Christians, we are people of hope. And so we will, throughout each week, have a progression of hope throughout our bodies. Today, putting hope in our heads, defining what this Christian hope is. Next week, we'll talk about hope in our hearts, that this hope is actually real and true, and it it goes with us as we face life situations. Week three will be hands of hope, that this hope does not remain just with us, but we are called to be people of hope in a world that oftentimes doesn't have hope. And finally, week four, as that progression happens, we become people of habitual hope. Now there are many of you, a hundred or so of you, that are participating in small group Bible studies throughout this week in people's homes uh, to go further into this material. Many of you are not in a small group Bible study, but we've made the materials available. If you want to use this as a family study, you can follow along at hopperluth.org uh, hope, and you can download the materials for at-home study if you're not in a small group, and these sermons will be posted there as well. Now, we're going to spend the next four weeks studying hope, because I believe that there are many, many people who get hope wrong. Like that crab crab fishing crew, they think that they have hope. They, They set their hope in something, and oftentimes that hope does not pan out. I think we're tempted to oftentimes do the same thing as sinful people. A lot of times we put our hope in, in things, in places, in, in people, hoping that that person or that thing will be the one that sees us through. Let me give you a little example. I'm going I'm to let you guys vote. I'm going to give you a vote. I'm going to give you two options to decide what I should look like for the remainder of this sermon. Actually, not even just the sermon. For the rest of the service. Two options, all right, uh, so pay attention. Option number one, this is a bucket of water. It currently it has a lid on it, you see, you see it in there? Option one, I will dump this bucket of water over my head. Right now, and I'll, I'll do the rest of the service just soaking wet, all right, so that's option one. Option two, I have a unicorn costume <laughs> with wings. All right, so option one, I dump water on my head. Option two, I put on this unicorn costume. All right. So, who votes for option one? You want me to dump water in my head? <laughs> <laughs> option two, unicorn <different> costume. <laughs> well, here's the deal about hope. See, you all hope I would do one of the two, but really, that's just wishful thinking. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If you stick around for the activities after the meal, you may or may not see both of those things happening at the same time, alright? So, just wishful thinking. Just wish, you wish I would do that, right? Right here, right now, put on that unicorn costume. Christian hope is different than wishful thinking. Let me say that again, Christian hope is different than wishful thinking. See, what are some places where we wish in this life that that we just hope will see us through? Where do we put our hope? I don't know. The president? The government? Our money? Perhaps even our own health? Where do we put our hope? So all of those things are possibilities that may at one point see us through. We hope they will pan out. But what kind of hope is that? What kind of hope is a hope that's not definite? It's not really hope at all. It's just wishful thinking. Here's the thing about Christian hope Christian hope is a gift. Christian hope is a gift to you. In this world, when we place our hope in things, we have to force ourselves and manufacture some sort of hope in them. Christian hope is a gift. You don't have to force yourself to have this hope. It comes to you when you allow Jesus to be who He is. Seriously, if you allow Jesus to be who He is, the very Son of God who was born into this world to rescue and redeem you and me, the very Son of God who died and more than that, who was raised to new life and who's coming back for us, if you just simply allow Him to be who He says He is... Hope is a gift to you. My friends, the reality of Jesus is so real. Do you know that Jesus is real? I think many of us have manufactured an idea in our heads of maybe that this Jesus is a real guy, but I tell you today, Jesus is real. I am so certain of it. He was born into this world. He died and he rose from the dead and he is coming back. Jesus is coming back. I tell you, Jesus is coming back. And when he comes back, all that is broken in this world will be restored to perfection. Then shall come to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? On that day, the dead will be raised imperishable. The mortal shall put on immortality. I'm quoting 1 Corinthians 15. If you want to know it, go home and read it. I am so sure and certain that this is true. I'm so sure and certain that when Jesus comes back, all that we know that is broken will be perfected in glory. And on that day, all of the things that in our core, in our gut, that we really hope will come true in this life, all all of the sickness, it will be healed. All of the pain we face will be alleviated. All of the relationships that are broken, restored. All of the life that has been cut way too short because of this death thing will be undone. The dead will rise, my friends. I am so 100% positive about this. I am so positive about the reality of Jesus, not because I've convinced myself in my head to believe it to be true. I believe it because Jesus is who he says he is. And when Jesus makes a promise, he always follows through on that promise. Do you know this? When Jesus makes a promise, he always follows through. Read the scriptures. That's what we read in Hebrews. When God makes a promise, he always follows through. The dead will rise, my friends. Christ is coming back. I am so positive about this because Jesus is who he says he is. This is our hope. A sure and certain hope. Not a fleeting hope. Not something we've manufactured in our heads. I'm more sure and certain about Jesus and his return for us. I'm more sure and certain about that than I am about anything in this life. Seriously. I'm more sure and certain about the reality of Jesus than I am that my Minnesota Vikings are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Be nice, all right? We're playing tomorrow night. You can watch it. All right. I'm more sure and certain about the reality of Jesus Christ than I am about anything in this life, even things like, like gravity. I'm serious. I'm more sure and certain about Jesus than about much of anything in this life. And as Christian people, this is our hope. It has to be our hope. Because our hope in Jesus is our everything. I tell you, what we believe about our future affects our present reality. Do you know this? What you believe about your future affects your reality today. If you believe that you have no future, that affects the way that you live today. If you believe that you have a future, a resurrection from the dead, my friends, it affects your life today. So what are you going to do with this hope? What will you do with this hope? When you face tragedy and you face difficulty, I tell you, my friends, that you have hope. You have hope. When you face tragedy and difficulty, you have hope because you know it's not the end. You're positive about it. Now, having hope, I tell you, does not necessarily make the storm go away. Having hope does not make the storm go away. Until Christ returns again to make all things new, we will still face the storms in this life. And so I imagine that the picture that I have in my head is those crab fishing vessels tucked behind an island. They've got their anchors set with their bow facing in the wind, but the storm is churning amongst them. The storm is still churning. My friends, this is often what life is like for us. The storms of life rage, and they go on and on and on. But we have a sure and certain hope, a firm and secure anchor of hope. That hope is Jesus. You are united to Jesus, my friends. And what this means is that Christ is with you today. He is with you tomorrow. He's coming back for you, and all will be made new. This is our hope my friends, assure certain hope and anchor for our souls. Anchor for our souls. As we wrap up today, I want to share a song with you. I'm going to go over to my guitar. Uh, this song is called Anchor of Hope. Uh, I did not write this song, uh, but I want to sing it for you. And we've got the words on the screen. Some of you may know this song, and I do want to invite you to sing along with me. So as you get the hang of it, Sing along. This is called Paper of Hope. Marvelous, wonderful, infinite God, author of all that is good, faithful provider and giver of life, source of all the change of unchangeable Shepherd a